G'day there. Welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb, who are both here. Myself, Leachy, the anchor, and Joel, our producer, here as well for a Monday. How are we all feeling after the first show back of the week? It's just waiting for Embers to finish his... Two 18, things at once. 18 page text message oh, you were sending right, while sorry. that intro was so, no, yep. let's, let's find out more about this. Can Can I, what are you texting? Know what? I'll tell you exactly are you who I'm texting. Your I mate? am texting. You texting your mate Clint McDonald? No, I'm actually oh, texting a former captain of mine, Darren Glass, because oh. you actually oh, asked me <laughs> recently about Darren Glass. Of course, he does the, the water filtration. You might hear his company. Complete home um, filtration. That's exactly yeah. right. So we've got Friday Footy Froffies coming this week. Yeah. And. He's sponsoring the event. So I thought, let's make sure that Glassy is coming. And then if he does say he's coming, we'll get him on the radio to have a chat during yeah, the week good. as well. So Appreciate that's what that. I was doing. Appreciate that. I d- uh, yeah, it's good. I probably meant to invite him about two weeks ago as part of my job. So the week of the event and you're sending him a text. Appreciate yes. Appreciate you, Embers. A- yeah, no, Admittedly, there you go. I was hoping that you were going to text your mate Clint McDonald. If you missed uh, the show because you're obviously catching up in the podcast, uh, we talk about him in the sports report. He is a trainer. Who had a pretty big win on the weekend? Oh, very big win! Yes. And racked up a gigantic bill at the bar afterwards. Yes. which fair enough. Like mm. if you're going to win yeah. that much money, two I million dollar be... race, the horse was well yeah. it won in. How many beers do you reckon he had? How many drinks? About half as many that, as Katie had at the WWE. Was this no. before the <laughs> event okay. or after it? I think. Uh, well, no, no, Lamb. He wouldn't have been as much as Lamb. No, but sure. yeah. she's uh, his marathon runner. It would have yeah. been right up there. Yeah, mm. nice. Well, she's yes. kicked onto the hippie club afterwards. We found that out yeah. in the show yeah. too, yes. as well. And, and I'll, I'll uh, remember leaving. <laughs> <laughs> do you have your own private booth at the hippie? <laughs> there are no booths at the hippie. Uh, no. It's just a test to make sure you're actually you know over that one. No, no. When was the last time you went to the hippie? 1976. <laughs> no, I got a good story about the hippie club. It's actually, been yeah, four years. Uh, I was out with some of the football lads back in my playing days at Wesley Curtin Tigers, oh, watch uh, it. and we had a big game the next day, and I, I shouldn't have been out. And I was at the hippie club. No, and you played D grade footy as well. well. Oh, oh, excuse me, do oh, not oh, talk oh, about D grade football <laughs> in front of D grade football here. is what's okay. hold, is the backbone of this country, yes. Katie Lamb. Excuse like me, what's, not, what's your tone? Not, not you, everyone you, can play first division. Okay, you yeah. obviously can relate to that. Bloody City Beach Seagulls <laughs> over here, <laughs> the netball team. Anyway, I was in the hippie club, Katie, getting yeah. ready for my E grade game the next day. And someone got glassed at the hippie, and it was a bit of a Wild oh, incident. Jesus. Glass everywhere, blood everywhere. Darren Glass. Darren Glass was not there. Oh. Um, <laughs> but what was great was the <laughs> hilarious. I'm sure the person was just, okay. But the, the police came in and and <laughs> take off. Take stop, off. Stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. No, no. No, I was injured. They were fine. Glassy, and then go, there's a good bit about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get to it. The police came in and taped off the corner of the dance floor. Like there was legit police tape. Oh, <laughs> you can And blood on the floor and the DJs almost just went like put the music back on and then we just kept dancing while there was police tape around that just shows how iconic the hippie club is this place will not stop reading there's there's a murder scene going on on the dance floor and it just gets monster Wow. Um, you can't go with any of that material for the rest of the podcast. That would actually be a good phone. Just give us your hippie club what, Who memory. did you accidentally glass? Wow. No. Oh, God. Sponsored by Darren Glass. <laughs> uh, plenty of other stuff going on in the podcast, including you had one job and a fascinating debate on the uh, right-hand lane of the freeways. Oh.
Booer and Oh, my goodness. Very quickly, Katie Land, did you enjoy the WWE on the weekend? I did. I thought it was uh, a great atmosphere. It was good to be there, good to experience Did it. you buy any merch? Absolutely not. How and dare you? I did um, say probably too loudly. Um, so we're essentially here watching a play <laughs> where it, this is a skit. Like they know the outcome at the very beginning. It's yeah. a skit. Yep. And then uh, my friend was like, shh, don't say that around. It's like WWE fans. Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Yep. But it's a skit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. But we love it. So. But Rhea Ripley was sick. Oh, isn't she just? That was actually really cool. All right. Time for your podcast. Enjoy. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, a Loo, Wanneroo, and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Wembley and Katie Lamb. Got the touch? Download Tap Touch. You win some, you lose more. Right now, one triple three five three. You only had one job. You had one job. And you cooked it. So the Rotto Swim, obviously, people train for the Rotto Swim yes. for months and months. You can do it solo. You can do it in a duo or in a team of four. Everyone gets together. You get excited. It's an early start. You head down to Cottesloe Beach. You see everyone go off. And all of a sudden on Saturday, this happened. Racing to Rotnest, suddenly speeding for safety. More than 2,000 participants forced to flee the water as rough conditions rocked the Rotnest Swim. Of all days. There has not been a bad day in Perth in two months. Two months it's been flat waters, sun has shining. perfect conditions. And all of a sudden, like a freak storm. <laughs> well, just... it was like massive sort of 16 knot winds southwest that Ridiculous. was blowing. I actually went past the ocean on Saturday morning and the first thing I thought of was those poor swimmers. Like they're not going to be able to get across. Oh, would have been so seasick as well on the boat. Now, my mate Cliff, right, so he was part of the support team, so his wife was swimming across. Now, she was doing it solo. She's done it maybe six or seven times before, all right? So I called, you know, sort of maybe the 6K mark, 7K mark to check in on Cliff to see how she was going. Mm. And Cliff said she's not happy. And I said, oh, is it the conditions? And he said, nothing to do with the conditions. He's actually going really well. But I was given one job, right? And that was to make sure that I look after her while she's getting across there, yep. right? So he said, you know, I got the boat, you know, and I filled the boat up with petrol, you know. I made sure the esky was full. So I've got the vodka cans in there. Yes. He said, I've got the Coronas. You know, I've got gin and tonic. I've got some, I've got some tequila. You know, so it's got the after party There's sorted. a bit of variety. That's right. right. He even had some fresh craze. He might cook it up a little bit later mm. too, right? But she's not happy because the one thing that she asked him to do was make sure he grabs her food, her gel pack, which was in the fridge. Oh, oh my God. Get over. It's very important when you're doing a solo swim that you've got your own drinks that you made up. Yes. Okay. And that doesn't include tequila restores. in it. Oh All right. God. The gel. The food. So he had everything sorted for a great time afterwards, but during the one person who needs to, I don't know, replenish her very depleted stores of sugars, when you're uh, hydration. Rotness, you need a little bit of food, you a don't bit of need, protein. You don't need Corona. No. You need literally a bottle of water. He had one job one and job. he completely cooked it. <laughs> she wasn't happy and, yeah, I understand why. Generally we like to, you know, snazz things up yes. here on the show. We like to have a bit of audio, maybe like a little quick little sting of it's things. theatre, Leachie. Bit of theatre. Yeah, mm-hmm. fear of the mind. So we asked our audio producer, Zach, hey, 
can you come up with just like a short little sting, something punchy, something that goes for like three, four, five seconds just to get us into this? Yeah. And this is what he came up with. Oh, it's Triple M Rush Hours. You had one job. You had one job. You had one job. Oh, my God, you had one job. Yep. You had one very simple job. So, yeah, you yes. did have one job, Zach. And you short, to put it together very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's right. short and punchy. Oh, I know. But this whole thing goes four minutes. <laughs> right. and, and you know what? Unfortunately, one triple three five three. don't call up because we've got no time. We're going to a next break. <laughs> oh, you had one job and you cooked it. Craig's in Bull Creek. Hello, Craig. Hello, my favourite record. <laughs> Welcome back, Craig. You had one job. Tell us what you did. Before I start, remember on Friday where you had that, um, you had the thing about waiting in line for something? Yes. Mm. Well, I had to wait in line for hours and hours for me and Ember to get the uh, Katie Lamb back-to-back T-shirts for her netball grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> and then look what happened. Uh, look that's what a happened. really exactly. good point. Her. That's right. Uh, no, back-to-back for Lamb Dog. <laughs> no, um, Quite a long time ago, I think probably about 12 years, we went, me and my family went to the Gold Coast and my daughter was young. So I had a backpack with all her nappies and food and everything in there. When you get to the bus in the Gold Coast, you got to put the stuff in a cage behind the driver. You can't put it in the seat. Yeah. So we got off at that Hard Rock Cafe or whatever it was there and my wife goes, oh, I need the bag to change the nappy. Oh. And I said, uh, I thought you picked the bag up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That one. <laughs> yeah, but, but luckily, she called. Uh, she was quite nice about it to the people. So she called the bus company and uh, they said, Oh, yeah, the bus will be back in about an hour, hour and a half, and you can come hill stop and you can jump it. So I had to stand at the bus stop waiting for the bus to come back to get the bags. So my wife would be anxious nappy. You just had to have a dirty nappy for an hour and a half while the bus <laughs> yeah. turned around. You had one job, Craig, and you cooked it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we're asking you. One triple three five three. You had one job. Now listen, Lamb Dog. I um we played a game over in Melbourne recently. Oh, you know when I was sort of playing, and our property manager had one job to bring over the white shorts, and he brought the wrong shorts. He brought the blue shorts over, and we got fined as a group about five thousand dollars. Oh no! And we had to play in blue have to shorts. Come out of your own money as well. No, we didn't. But uh, I think he might have got the sack uh, the following <laughs> week. Uh, Tracy's from Pearsall. Good day, Tracy. <laughs> G'day. Hey, Tracy, you had one job and you cooked it. What was it? Uh, the first year that I was here for my Christmas due this year uh, for the family Christmas and got invited along to the family, I was in charge of the dessert. So, pav, vanilla slice, etc. Yep. Um, got all that together and then mad rush in the morning to pack everything into the car and I got to Manly and realised that... I'd forgotten everything. Oh, Left it all in the fridge. All in the fridge. Good to go. You had one so job, Tracy. All the kids, all Christmas. the relatives, <laughs> and everything just went. <laughs> what? No dessert. And I went no. So they had to have fruit. Oh, we all fruit. had fruit no. for dessert. That was all we had. So. <laughs> Oh, That's when Trace. you just go to go to Coles and just buy one of those beautiful ice cream cakes. And just pretend On Christmas that you're Day, exactly. nothing yeah, is nothing's open. open you're True, well, nothing's open. Yeah. Yeah. Dave from Hammond Park. Good day, Dave. Good day, Ember. How are you, Chad? Hello, mate. Dave. Good. One this job. Could a, this could help me out for the Friday frothies. I've got a doggy, a demon, and a docker. <laughs> and my story is uh, that. Uh, well, my job was to look after the passports on our family holiday oh, to no. Bali. Oh, yeah. no. So uh, you get the Uber all the way to the uh, airport, as you do, with the two kids and the luggage. Mm-hmm. Get to the line. 
no passports. No. Where no. did you leave the passports, Dave? Oh, mate, they're on the they're on the kitchen bench. But, you know, <laughs> the problem was it was seventy bucks to the airport, <laughs> and then there was seventy bucks home to get them, and seventy bucks. That's cost me two hundred and eighty bucks to get to the airport. At least you didn't lose them in Bali, though, and then you couldn't get out. You know what I mean? No, this- this was before I'd even had a drink. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like after a few bin days, <laughs> On Triple M's Rush Hour, this is Ember's All Sports Report. Let's start with a bit of footy, Katie. So on Saturday night, the Fremantle Dockers took on the West Coast Eagles. Fremantle, very impressive. Now, I know it's just a practice game, but uh, some really encouraging signs to come out of the way they played. Now, a lot of talk has been around that connection piece with Fremantle, yeah. mids using the footy to go inside forward 50. They've been dying for a big, you know, a key forward, I think, over the last five or six years since Matthew Pavlich retired to take big marks. Well, I thought Jai Amos was very good. He kicked three goals. Uh, Josh Tracy also inside forward 50 showed a fair bit. And Luke Jackson as well was very, very good. He plucked a few and, and kicked a couple of goals as well. Nat Fife. Fifey. Fifey. He's back. He in was good brilliant. Form. Played the first half and just showed uh, how good he's going to be for Fremantle this year if he can stay fit. If he can play 17, 18 games, that would be amazing for I know, Fremantle. But he does, you know, he does yoga. He does Pilates. He does all of it. He, there is, like, his body is just in the best form ever. Well, he's had a really good preseason. He's done a chunk of the work, and we know how good he is mm. on ball. So he'll certainly be able to give, you know, Caleb Sarong, Andrew Brayshaw a bit of a chop out as well. So that was impressive. Uh, young Cooper Simpson too. So he was the uh, young boy that got drafted uh, end of last year, came on in the second half. He t- he's taken Matthew Pavlich's number, the old 29. Really? Yeah, so the old 29 for Fremantle was running around, and he showed a bit too. So there might be some encouraging signs to – See this young kid come through, and I think he'll definitely get opportunities throughout the year. How, what was the score, by the way? I, know I think it was they won by about 52 points in the end, Freo. Fremantle. Yeah, so oh, yeah. West Coast were in the first half. Their pressure was actually okay, but the second half, the game just opened right up, gotcha. and, uh, and Fremantle were way too strong. And the news for the West Coast Eagles has this afternoon got even worse. Uh, their ruckman, Matt Flynn. So he hurt himself on Friday in the captain's run. Didn't play in the game. Went off, got scans, and... It's been confirmed today that he's had surgery on a hamstring tendon. So the Ruck stocks, uh, well, they were depleted last year with Bailey Williams having to stand up because Nick Natanui wasn't out there. And it looks like that West Coast went after Matt Flynn from GWS this year. Again, had a good preseason, but uh, has hurt himself and he will miss probably three months in the end. There's a fair few Eagles who are already out with injuries. Yes, a few hamstring injuries. Tim Kelly's hurt his hamstring. Of course, Liam Liam Ryan Ryan. as well. So uh, a fair bit of work for the West Coast Eagles to do there. Now, congratulations also to our Western Australian Warriors. So they've gone three-peat now. They've won uh, the Marsh Cup three years in a row which is a big effort. Of course, we spoke to AJ Ty on Friday, didn't we? He was very excited about it. I think he said he was going to go to the OBH if they won, (laughs) so you might see him there tonight. I think they've won five of their last seven uh, seven titles. Do you see uh, AJ Ty at the OB every now and again? Sometimes I see him in there. Yeah, do you? Does he have a big beer and you just have... You're small. I have my little small beers, and it's not about big beers, okay? It's about um, drinking in moderation, Lammy. Yeah. Finally, uh, a little bit of horse racing, Lammy, because you know how much 
We love our horse racing. Oh, we, we love our sure horses. Do. Yeah, that's uh, it. Big race on uh, Saturday at Caulfield. Uh, it was a two-year-old uh, blue diamond for the best two-year-olds uh, in the country. It is worth $2 million and was won by a horse by, by the name of Hayazagi. Lady of Camelot at the 200 metres in front, getting a little bit weary. Koryanagi stay focused. And Hayasugi, the filly, is flying home. Lady of Camelot, Hayasugi's got her. Hayasugi's won it. So Hayasugi now trained by a mate of mine, right, uh, over in Melbourne called Clint McDonald. And fair to say Clint uh, might have backed this horse uh, maybe about a month ago at 100 to 1. Whoa. Paid about 15s in the end, but he uh, was able to get on it earlier. Now, anyone who knows Clint knows he likes to have a good time at the best of times, let alone when your two-year-old win. wins the, probably the biggest race that he's ever won. And he, uh, he spoke to RSN Breakfast this morning. I didn't even pay the bill on Saturday night. We went to a mate's pub, the Bleak House Hotel, and I walked out. And there was an open bar, and I'll go, go and see him today. So I'm actually feeling sick. Uh, this is what it was. I think the last time I saw there was 30 margaritas coming on a train. So, um, anyway, Sam Booker shots, everything. So I think the bill will be bigger than Texas. And I can assure you the bill was bigger than Texas. Do you know? Too. Do you know yes, what it I was? I do know what it was. Oh, ballpark? Uh, it was uh, tens to tens No, to tens you're kidding. Thousands. No, you can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Are are you serious? How many people was he buying for? It was a $2 million race. Wow. Yeah. Cashed what, up, what, Clint. What he paid hey. was peanuts compared to how much money he would have won. My God. Oh, hey, big night at nice. the Bleak House. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. Nothing worse than when a bit of a flex backfires, Embers. So you like flexing, don't you? On Saturday night, went to WWE, which was great. And yep. then uh, my friend and I thought, you know, why not have a couple of more? Um, and let's go straight to the Hippie Club, as you do. <laughs> so huge line at the Hippie Club because it's always a good time on yes. a Saturday night. But I uh, know the manager there, James. So I saw him straight away. He was like, you girls, boom, straight in. So we just Perfect. get to walk straight in. Love uh, that. That's it. Know. Lamb Dog doesn't do lines. Straight through the <laughs> straight, front door. Straight exactly. through. Exactly. Yeah. So then uh, my friend said, oh, I've actually got a couple of friends coming um, as well. Do you reckon you'll be able to do the same thing? I was hey, like, leave it to Lamb Dog, please. Lamb, you can do man. anything. It's fine. So I said, yeah, no worries. You just let me know when your friends are out the front. And I'll go out because, you know, um, I can get anyone in. Um, So sure enough, they were out the front and I've gone straight out there. I've gone again to James. Oh, sorry, just a couple of girls here. And he goes, yeah, yeah, of course. So they've walked straight in. But... Um, meanwhile, James is sort of dealing with a bit of commotion elsewhere sure. and my the two girls have like walked through and then I get stopped by the bouncer and said, excuse me, where's your stamp? Now, when I first got in, because I just walked straight in, I didn't get a stamp. So I said, oh, sorry, I don't have one, but I, I, I'm with James and, and then these two girls have just like stopped and turned around and I'm like, no, no, it's fine, you guys go in. I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, you guys just go in, that's fine. I'm just dealing with something bit, bit here. And then he was just like, no, no stamp, no entry. I was like, no, no, no. I have already been in. I just came out to get these <laughs> girls in. And he was like, if you don't have a stamp, go to the back of the line. Oh, I was like, you're so you had to, well, you got everyone in and you had to go and do the line. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I've ended up having to like weasel my way and be like, excuse me, sir, can you please just give me a stamp? Oh, it was so embarrassing. And then you're Such going, you know a what? backfire. That uh, little kebab shop over there has got my name written all over <laughs> oh, it. Am I going to do the line? I'm going to go get a Donna kebab. <laughs> Same thing almost happened to me. Uh, well, it did actually. So great. 
grand final week in Melbourne, and I always just feel like it's Embers' week, right? So, you know, just cruising around. That's exactly right. And I was having dinner a few years back on the Friday night before the AFL grand final, and I saw Tony Gallardi there with his wife and his daughter and a friend, and so I went over and said, G'day, guys, Embers, and started chatting with them and, you know, talking about their grand final experience, and they were going to the game um, the following day, and I said, oh, what about after? What are you guys doing? And they said, oh, I'm not really sure. I said, oh, my goodness, the after party of all after parties, the September club, you know. It's, guys, if you don't go to the September club, and they said, well, how do we get tickets? I said, you can't. It's just, it's impossible to get. But if you come with Embers, (laughs) right, you'll be fine. So so Tony Gallardi gives Embers his number and. Anyway, cut a long story short, after the, the siren sounds, you know, there's this big line to get in the September club and Tony Gallardi calls Embers. And I said, don't worry, mate, meet me outside gate eight and I'll get you in. And and then got to the front of the gate and couldn't get Tony Gallardi's oh. family in. Could not. It's they so said, embarrassing, they isn't said, it? sorry. And then, anyway, I've tried to call him a few times since. He hasn't picked my phone call up. <laughs> it's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. Let's get into a brand new week of Battle of the Burbs where it is North leading 15-11. So the North are doing this as always. Well, North have just proven time and time again that they are more intelligent than people south of the river. As always. Well, hang on. I think someone might have something to say about that. Who? His name's Mike. He's from Melville. That's the South camp, Katie. Hello, Mike. Good day, Embers. Hi, Hello, Katie. Mike. Hello. How you feeling, Mike? You feeling switched on, Mike? You reckon you can, you know, turn uh, things around? Look, I'm no Einstein, but I'll give it a shot. Okay. That's all right. Do my best. All right. Well, you'll be taking on Michelle from Dianella representing the North. Hey, Michelle. Hey. How are you going? Michelle. Geez, you guys yep. in the North are very smart. We are, we are. Uh, no, I love it. Michelle Very switched confident. on. Listen to her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Switched She's on. Confident. She's she would have definitely finished year 12, I reckon, didn't you, Michelle? Yeah, I did, actually. Yes. <laughs> Got a master's degree. <laughs> oh. Go is it, is it Professor it. Michelle? Yeah. Can I say? No. No. Okay. I've got Dr. Michelle. bachelor's degree. Does that help? Yeah, that Dr. helps. Dr. Dianella. That's, that's a lot more degrees in this room anyway. <laughs> Michelle, your <laughs> buzzer. <laughs> Michelle, your buzzer is north. Mike, your buzzer is south. It's the first to two that wins and puts a point on the board for their right side of the river. And uh, the winner today, by the way, getting themselves a uh, pass, a family pass, I think it is. It is to the Mat Track Western Nationals at the Perth Motorplex this weekend. Question number one. Okay, this is a multiple choice. Question: Which Aussie had a big main event win at WWE Elimination Chamber over the weekend? Was it A. Killer McKenzie, B. Old Man McDonald, or C. Rhea Ripley? C. Uh, north. Right south. South. <laughs> hang on. I think, so hang on. I think Mike said C to start with. Yes. And then, then Michelle said, said north. And then <laughs> oh. Mike then said south. We have to go Michelle because she said north. She said north first. And guess what? I had no idea and I was going to guess it. So I'm going C. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, thanks. Oh, hey, Mike. Mike. You are such a generous guy, mate. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you very yeah. much for that. You buzz south. Right. Just yeah. a reminder. Thanks for that. Okay, Michelle. All right, Mike, uh, get ready to yell south. All right, Mike? All right, then. Okay, question number two. Which Perth event was cancelled over the weekend due to Three. the weather? Oh, that's me. Oh, no. He's done it again. 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 Oh, no
again. Hang on. Hang on, Mike. Did you say C again? Did, it was, there wasn't even a multiple choice. There wasn't even a multiple choice, question. <laughs> what does mean? North, north, north. All right, Michelle, for the win. The Rotto Swim. Uh, <laughs> How many beers have you had today, Mike? Mike, it's Monday. Stop drinking. Haven't started. Oh. Uh, it wasn't man- even a multiple choice and you've yelled out C again. Katie's managed to stop drinking on a Monday. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Oh, oh Mike, no, no, well, well done. Mike, the can you please call what- up tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. This could get wild, I think, this topic, mm. because we're talking about driving in the right lane on the freeway. Yay or nay? Discuss. One triple three five three. Now, reason we ask is because I was on the freeway yesterday, right? And I'm in my little uh, Susanna car, Suzuki Swift. That's right. Yes, it and get up to it does. Embers actually it goes yes. over 100 k's. Okay, it good. does go over 100 k's. Right. So yep. I am driving on the freeway, and there was a car in front of me. Believe it or not, going slower than my car. You sure, wasn't so a bike. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I go into the right lane to take over that yes. car, and whilst I'm there, I'm sort of you know. Uh, a few other cars that I reckon I need to overtake, but I'm still going 100, right? There are these big bully, because Susie gets a bit bullied on the road, <laughs> there were these couple of big utes and Hiluxes behind me, beep, 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 telling me to get out of the way. I'm like, hang on a minute, I'm trying to overtake them too and I will eventually also, keeping in mind, you can't speed the whole time down the freeway. Yes, you can go over a certain amount to overtake and then you tuck back into the left lane. But it's like I'm getting bullied because they want to go faster than me Hang in on. the right lane. Maybe Susie is not meant for the freeway. That's the first thing. Maybe she has to go back straight maybe take all the way down, somewhere the, down else. south. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> the second thing is I get the speed limit. And I'm not saying speed, but the right-hand lane is for overtaking. I, I understand that. I, right. I'm not. I'm not one to sit in the right lane. But I, I if I'm going to overtake, I don't feel like I need to get rushed and like because then you end up having to speed more when people are bullying you from the behind. Stay in the left-hand lane. I don't want to be stuck behind the slow coaches. Mate, like, people are stuck behind you. <laughs> But I'm going the speed limit. They so this is uh, this is what happened over in America. This is a police officer picking up someone who was in the left lane. Of course, they um, drive yeah. on a different side of the roads. So I stopped you because you were driving in the left lane. I know I realize you're from Texas, but uh, you can't drive in the left lane and impede the flow of traffic. You had about four or five cars stacked behind you. Yeah, I, I was going the speed limit. So, I was- so it's not about going the speed limit. It's about left lane is for passing. There you go. <laughs> it's not funny? about going the speed limit. It's that the right-hand lane in Australia is for overtaking. The same rules apply? I don't know, but it's like I get you can go a little bit faster to overtake and then duck back into the left lane, but you can't. some people are going that they sit in the right lane and they're going like 120 down the freeway. And you're One, like, no, you three, can't. Five, three. I want to know your thoughts. The right-hand lane on the freeway, yes or no? Is it for overtaking? Is it you can just drive 100 k's and sit in there? <laughs> Maybe like what Susie does and hold everyone up. <laughs> Kevin is in Atwell. Hello, Kev. Hey, how are you going? Yeah, good, Kev. Um, what do you uh, reckon, yes or no, driving in the right-hand lane on the freeway? No, no, I'm with you, Embers. Uh, I think uh, Susie should keep left. <laughs> <laughs> um, Susie does keep left, but I'm still allowed to overtake the ones too. But then I, the bullies behind me being like, get out. I'm like, I'm trying. She only goes so fast. 
Let's say, use that pedal on the right, Katie. <laughs> no one's a bully. We're just trying to get to our oh, location. Dyslexic. That's all. <laughs> There's nothing more frustrating than going down the freeway, two people doing the same speed limit. Yeah. Side by side. Get out of the way. One of you, like, one of you go a bit slower so the other one can get past and then, then I can go about my business. You know, like, I've got the cruise control set. You know, like, don't make me use my feet when I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, so Thanks so for your true. point. Who we got next, Lammy? Lise is from Calaroo. Hey, Lise. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, good, Lise. Driving in the right-hand lane of the freeway, do you agree with me or not? I agree that you shouldn't be driving in the right-hand lane, but sorry, Embers, you're wrong. Yep. They actually have dual carriageways and more than dual carriageways because of volume of traffic. Yep. So that people can sit in those lanes and drive when there's excess oh, traffic. So okay. when there is, that's, there's three lanes on the freeway, Lisa, yeah. right? And yeah. there's three people going 100 k's an hour. On Absolutely. The, and they're holding everyone back. Would you say Absolutely. the person exactly. in the right-hand lane needs to maybe slow down and uh, maybe go to the left so people can go past? Or we're just going to hold up traffic? Um, yeah, well, some, someone should. We don't, we don't want people like driving like that. That's obviously ridiculous. But... Um, you know, in the morning, peak hour traffic when there's ex- – that's when you're talking three cars there. When you're talking hundreds of cars, mm. people have to sit in that right lane and just drive. Yeah. Yep. No, I get that in the mornings when it's busy, but when it's not busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Stay left. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Lise. Thanks for your call. <laughs> Stephen's from Scarborough. Good day, Steve. Embers, I'm fully with you. Lammy, you're the problem. <laughs> you are – more the issue. No, I'm not. <laughs> if you're doing 100 on the right-hand lane, you're creating road rage within Perth. That is why Perth drivers are the worst. All right. So 100, as, what are you going I'm then? going as fast as I'm going to put a personal shout-out. I'm going along Main Street at the moment. The guy with the number plate, Kenji. No, 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 no number no. plate, but, yeah, no, we're hearing you. Just, uh, just he need- Politely asking to move over. <laughs> we are not condoning road rage by any means right now, Stephen. Not We're just saying condoning if, you're, uh, the radio if and... you're on the right-hand lane, maybe just uh, go left. Yes. Uh, Dan's from Belden. G'day, Dan. Hello, you guys. Yeah, good, mate. Are you in the left-hand lane or the right-hand lane at the moment? Mate, I'm a pretty calm and kind of patient guy, but, my God, I told a trailer to work, and when there's people in the right-hand lane when they don't have to be, it's very frustrating. Even I can get past them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I is know. frustrating. And, and I, I get what that lady was saying about uh, during peak hour, but I drive at night sometimes and people get off the on-ramp and they go straight to the right-hand lane. Yeah, he's dangerous. Um, I, I may be guilty of crossing and flashing my lights to get them out and then I go around them on the left-hand side. So. Yeah, okay. Mm. Nathaniel's from Waikiki. Hello, Nathaniel. How are we going, guys? I yes. have to say I'm 100% with Katie on this one. Thank you. All right, explain, Finally. Nathaniel. Good tell plans. us why. <laughs> okay, so I'm a truck driver myself, and I'm literally on the freeway at the moment. Yeah. Uh, there's too many meatheads that think it's uh, okay to speed along this road. And at the end of the day, it's a 100-kilometre speed limit. Thank you. you know? So like, you're just going to hey? So, Nathaniel, you're driving the right-hand lane with a truck. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm in, I'm in the left-hand lane at the moment okay. in the truck, but yeah. if I need to overtake, I'll jump in the right. Yes. Yes, and it's and you might just as a truck, you might just take that little bit longer to potentially overtake a car. Especially but then there are people behind you who are like, "Get out of the way!" And it's like, "No, you have every right to overtake too." But you also 100%. don't want to go one hundred and twenty kilometers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I actually can't. I'm limited to one hundred. <laughs> yeah, good on you. That's why Nathaniel does the right thing and trucks you know, in the left-hand lane. Uh, Matt is from Southlake. Hey, Matt. 
G'day, mate. How you going? Yeah, good. Matt's oh, drawing oh, in the right-hand lane. I'm with Embers on this, mate. And uh, <laughs> that last call, I should stay in the left lane, mate, being a truck. You know, because there's nothing worse than seeing someone like that in the right lane, mate. That, that, that just, just is disgusting. And do you know what the worst thing is? Is when everyone's doing 90 instead of 100. That's the bigger issue, don't you think? Oh, that's, yeah, a, Matt, that's a whole other phone topic, that. We spoke to Nathaniel <laughs> earlier, and he said he was a truck driver, but he always says he's in the left-hand lane yeah, as well. Yeah, he so does, he, but he he's allowed to be in the place too. I get that, I get yeah. that. But you know how many of them that aren't? Yet, and you know, there are times the, when I trucks are in the right-hand lane. I got the quite a lot, man, from, um, from Coburn up to Inaloo, and it's, mate, there's just, even the merging, I wouldn't worry about the 100-kilometre thing. Mm. Can everyone learn how to merge? When you go <laughs> onto the freeway, you've got to be doing the same speed as the freeway. That, that's a week worth of topics. Not under. That's a week yeah. worth of phone topics. Matt, yeah, when, when think... we do a phone out on merging, we'll get you back on, yeah. I promise. Uh, let's go to Brendan in Armadale. Hey, Brendan. Yeah, hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, Brendan. Driving to the right-hand lane on the freeway, yes or no? Yes. Bloody oath. You can do uh, it. I'm a, I'm a truck driver, yep. and I can't stand people in the left-hand lane. Mate, they, they break for people that emerge, and I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll stick to the right-hand lane any day. So, hang it's, on. You know, Brendan, you're saying you're a truck driver, and you deliberately drive in the right-hand lane. I, I do indeed. And, yes, there's people probably get, that are going to be out there to, to be upset with me, but I don't care. At the end of the day, the, the weight of a truck, you know, if you've got to stop and start in the left-hand lane all day, yeah. You're not going to get anything done. So, you you're, so, so your concerns are driving in the left-hand lane as a truck driver. When people merge in, that's slowing you down. You think it's safer as a truck driver to drive in the right-hand lane. Is that what you're saying? I don't, I don't, I don't say that it's safer driving in the right-hand lane. I'm more, more saying that you know, if, if truck driver, if trucks are in the left-hand lane, you know, they weigh fully loaded up to yeah. 16 ton, maybe more. Yep. You know, so you try and stop a truck every every off-ramp yeah, or on-ramp, you know, then you've got to then try and build the speed back up. You've got upset drivers behind you. Yeah, so why, gotcha. why not just stick in the right-hand lane? You, you're governed at 100 kilometres an hour anyway, so you might as well just stick to the right-hand lane. So what happens if there's another through, truck in the left-hand lane and you're in the right-hand lane, you both go on 100 and you've got people backed up behind you? Well, again, it comes down to the speed limits, 100 kilometres an hour. If they're, if they're not willing to do 100 k's, then they shouldn't be on the road. They should go and hand the licences in. Yeah, that's your point. <laughs> Brendan goes bang. Yeah, yeah, he does. We'll just quickly finish off with Darren in Perth. Let's see what Darren thinks. Right hand lane drivers, Darren. Yeah, mate. I uh, I'm a truck driver myself, yep. and like the last caller, I'm with him. I, I quick frequently go down Row Highway. Um, I sit in the right hand lane if there's slow traffic in the left. Yep. Yep. Um, I've actually had a cop on a motorbike follow me up the right-hand lane and I got to a point where I can get into the left-hand lane just before the Tonk- uh, Tonkin Highway exit and the cop actually gave me a thumbs up. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So, you know, as long as you're doing the limit in the right-hand yeah. lane and the limit, not more than, Yeah. it's, yeah. It's well, a grey area, isn't it? It's, well, uh, it's, it's, but it's not no, really, it's though. Not it's not area. a grey area. It's black and white. No, that, yes, yeah, so this is from your point of view. It's but black how are you going to get but out like, of a well, ticket? And there's, well, if you're well, going hey, 120, you know, then in it, the right hand lane, and it's a speed limit's 100. As sorry, I can't remember your name, um, Katie. Sorry. Oh yeah, that's all uh, right. As Katie said, um, the speed limit's 100. So you're doing 120. You're 20 over the limit. So <laughs> you know. Yeah. Get your head around it. Yeah. It's <laughs> very Sorry, interesting. <laughs> Keep less unless you're overtaking. Yeah. That's my point. <laughs>
Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Got the touch? Download Tap Touch. You win some, you lose more.